The Connection Podcast, connecting you to the life of the church community within the parish of Yate and the Froomside Benefice. Hello and welcome back to The Connection Podcast. If this is the first time that you've discovered us, then welcome. And if you're a regular listener, then welcome back. And thank you for picking The Connection Podcast as a podcast to listen to. The Connection Podcast is a podcast that explores the many different facets of church life within the mission area. We all believe that Church is not just a building or religious institution, but a community of believers who come together to worship, learn and grow. So I can guarantee you, every monthly episode, we'll delve into different areas that is relevant to church life today, from the role of music in worship to the challenges of leading a congregation. So as you join us, we'll connect with church leaders and everyday Christians from within the mission area to share their stories and experiences. So if you're a long-term member of the church or just curious about what goes on behind the scenes, then the Connection Podcast is for you. So on this month's edition, we've got three sections to listen to. The first one is Charlie Blackett joins us, who is the Mission Area Youth Missioner, and she talks about her role and how we as listeners can help her out. Then we have an opportunity to talk to a few of the 30 strong people who attended this year's Spring Harvest. And then we finished with an exclusive coverage of the Froomside Benefices Celebration of Schools event... Children, families and young people. We all agree they are so important in our area within Yate Parish and within the Froomside Benefice. So much so that we are so lucky that within the mission area we have employed a youth missioner. And we're really pleased to have uh, Charlie Blackett with us, joining us on The Connection, to talk about her role. Charlie, how are you? Welcome. Hi, uh, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm good, thanks. Lovely, good. Well, thank you for coming along. Um, we are going to explore what your job involves. What do you do? Uh, the listeners would love to know what they can do to help you. And uh, more importantly, uh, what is the vision? How do we look forward um, to the future of our church? Because we are very much aware that children, families, young people, they are the future. Um, so let's start off with, uh, where did you come from? Uh, where did you start this journey? Uh, and then we'll build on from there. Yeah, so as you know, I, I am Charlie. I have always grown up um, around kind of Yate and Chip and Sobbury. Uh, Yate Parish has been my my church, um, varying churches for, for different things, which has been lovely. Um, I trained as a nurse, what, 16 years ago? I've been a nurse. I've worked in the children's hospital. I've been a prison nurse. And uh, certainly since the pandemic, I felt a real calling in my heart that actually there was probably something more for me other than nursing. So I've uh, explored that, uh, carried out, kind of I've undertaken the Exploring Christianity course and various other things. Uh, and I now find myself in this youth missioner role, which I uh, was successful at interview for and started 
last October, so just over six months ago. Wow, exciting. What a journey, what a journey you have undertaken to get to here. Um, obviously, the listeners might recognise that Charlie has the same surname as me. She is my wife, but evidently I'm just interviewing her today as the youth missioner. Um, so, Charlie, what does your day-to-day life look like in this role? You've now probably got a well-oiled, uh, established routine uh, with regard to your role as youth missioner. Um, tell us all about it. What do you do? So a lot of my time is taken up in Yates at the moment, uh, running and leading the a lot of their toddler groups um, and the the kind of mums group that that runs weekly. Uh, I also spend some time going into a local primary school for assemblies, leading the rooted youth group. At the moment, that only meets once a month, but the the plan is definitely to get that back up into running twice a month and having provision here in Yate and in Froomside Mm. so there'll be something for that youth age group you know hopefully every 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 week of the month Uh, and other than that it's uh, what I'd like to see or what the role needs to become a little bit more focused on is is me being a lot more of that that strategic um, vision holding vision setting person uh, linking in with the volunteers we've got some incredible volunteers across the mission area already uh, messy church in Freemside is is doing really well that's a, an amazing bunch of of volunteers that that really are fantastic Freemside also have a really successful toddler group that is very well led and so I see my role a lot more should be more supporting encouraging guiding volunteers in the leading um, of our provision as opposed to me having to do it all. Of course, I'm always there to visit and to fill in the gaps and, and uh, be that supportive person. That, well, that sounds great. I, I, I get the impression that your job isn't just about leading, it is about strategy and making um, a space for young people, youth, uh, families to interact with the church. And, and, and I guess for you... To enable you to do that, um, what what can the listeners, what can people within the eight parish, within the Froomside benefits, what what they could do to to help you springboard your role further? Yeah, uh, like you say, uh, it is. There's some recent um, stats that say actually ninety five percent of under 18s do not regularly attend church. Um, so that that just kind of highlights and identifies there's such a need for us to reach out for, like you said at the beginning, the the ongoing kind of within our churches. But most importantly for me, it, it is for all of the children across our mission area, the families, to actually come to know Jesus and have those seeds of faith sown for them. So there's various things that could be done. Always prayer. Never underestimate the power of prayer. Uh, for that, the volunteers may may come forward. People may even just feel brave enough to come and have a conversation with me. Um, I'm not about just putting people in, filling in gaps of of where volunteers are needed. It's it's much about what people want to do and where they'll see their fit and what they feel their calling might be. Also sharing the word, sharing the word of, of what we're doing, of the, the children and youth work that is going on to anybody. Okay, they may not have children of their own, but perhaps grandchildren, neighbours, just people they see see out and about to share the news of the work that is going on. And in turn, hopefully we can increase our reach to our local families and within our communities. 
And so the good news is there's so much already available to them. Uh, and within the show notes, I will put in links to Wardgate Parish and the Froomside, um, the youth parts that and, and the young people and, and, and families can engage with. Um, so what's the future looking like for you going forward in this role? Like I said, it, it does come back to the, the that strategic vision. There is so much. We do a lot of great stuff. We, we really do. The school's work in Froomside is absolutely incredible. The reach of young people week in, week out is fantastic and really needs to be celebrated. But there are so many more people out there, young people, that, that we could reach. So it is about identifying where those pockets are, where there might be gaps in what we're providing, and overcoming any barriers and challenges, one thing I'm very aware of is actually parents being able to get children to, to various places. So it's about having things local to them and also getting enough children and young people together so that an event is worthwhile. So the children get something out of it and feel that they're not just the odd one or two. They get to have that critical mass and see and experience what it's like to be to come to faith, to know faith, to own a faith amongst other people of their own age. Excellent, excellent. I think we all agree that it's great to see young people, it's great to see children, it's great to see families in our churches and, and, and we're certainly seeing that recently uh, with lots of events that you're running uh, and other volunteers are making it happen. So exciting times, really good stuff. Um, uh, so if I'm listening to this and I've got young people, I've got young people in my family that want to connect to church or um, I'm a volunteer who would like to volunteer and, and, and make your job a lot darn side easier, uh, how, how do we make contact with you? So I would say probably the best way to contact me is either by the by my mobile phone number, which is my, my work number, or the youth and families email address, which hopefully you can put a link to. Mm. Um, if I'm around and about, of course, always speak to me. But I am just one person at the moment and I can't be everywhere all of the time. I am hoping to kind of formalise so that I'm around and about and visible um, a little bit more evenly across the mission area um also just within your own churches speak to people your church wardens and and ministry teams just they can help to signpost you to certain things that might be going on or ultimately it's it's just us me like linking up having a chat and i can see if there's something already going or if it's an area that we need to develop Fantastic. Well, Charlie, thank you for spending time with us on The Connection. Uh, and we'll certainly have you back again when we hear about some of the other activities you're doing and maybe even uh, let the young people take over The Connection podcast in the future, which would be great. Um, thank you. And like we said, we'll put your contact details in the show notes and they can make contact. Thank you very much. So next up, we're going to talk to people who have recently just returned from Spring Harvest. Uh, just after Easter, a large amount of people from Yate Parish, Froomside and Churches Together all travelled down the road to Butlins to take part in Spring Harvest 2023 with a theme of flipped life in the upside down kingdom. And I'm joined by a few of those people that attended. I couldn't fit all 30 people in one space at one time, but uh, they're all here to kind of share their experience and for you, the listener, to get a bit of a sample of what it means to go to such a thing. Um, so we're just going to go around the room. Um, Paul, introduce yourself for me. Hi, my name is Paul um, and I'm part of Yate Parish. And uh, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about our experiences in Spring Harvest. 
Nice, fantastic. Adam. I'm Adam. I'm um, a member at CSBC, um, Chivasori Baptist Church, um, and it was my first uh, trip to Spring Harvest, apart from very brief uh, one-day visit when I'd uh, just become an adult and just started learning to drive. Um, but other than that, this was the first trip where I kind of stayed and, and enjoyed the whole experience. Fantastic. Uh, Marianne. So I'm Marianne and I'm a member at Chipping Sobbury Baptist Church and I'm also involved at 6.30 Praise. So I was really pleased to be invited to go along this year to Spring Harvest as part of that group from Yate Parish. Um, but I've been going to Spring Harvest for about 14 years. So, um, yeah, I, and I love it. So Excellent. And um, we've got Charlie. Hi, uh, yeah, I'm Charlie, youth missioner for the mission area. Um, yeah, part of uh, Yate Parish. Just trying to think how many we've been going to Spring Harvest for about five years, I think, with the family. Nice. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for giving up your time and talking to us on the Connection podcast. Um, so this year, it was a fantastic year because evidently it was all about this idea of looking at life in a flipped way where things in our everyday life and, and life in the upside down kingdom. Um, uh, Adam, I'm going to start with you first, because evidently, as you've said to the listeners, it's kind of the, the first time you've been uh, with your family. You've got a, you've got a young family that came along. Um, tell us, uh, how was it for you? I think actually having the family there was part of what made it really seeing them all connect with God in um, various different ways, but just being really excited, really switched on for it all and um, coming back from their sessions, just buzzing and lots to tell and um, desperate to go back as well. Uh, literally just this evening, um question about are we going back are we going back so um yeah it, it was for them it was a, a really um positive experience oh that's really good to hear uh marianne you you've obviously been quite a few years now uh, but you've yes. got an, an older family of children and of course you brought some of your other families and friends along as well and and, and how did you find that experience I think for me, one of the things I really love about Spring Harvest is meeting up. It's those connections with people. Yeah. So this year I had friends from a church in Seven Beach. Um, there were people there that, yeah, that I've, you know, journeyed with at various points in my life. Um, and of course, this year I brought along uh, my parents as well as my sister-in-law. Um, so it, for me, it's a really good time of family connections in terms of church family, but also my actual family, which I, I find really special. Oh, that is so good to hear. That's just good. Um, uh, Charlie, you're the youth missioner for Yate Parish and the Froome side and the mission area. Um, uh, and it's probably the first time you've gone to this in that role. Previously, you've gone as a parent. Um, uh, how did it fulfill you? And I, I guess you saw Spring Harvest maybe through a different lens this time. Yeah, very much um, so this time. Uh, it felt just different. Uh, I guess now I'm a little bit more immersed in ministry every day as opposed to recognizing that previously spring harvest used to be kind of where I would go and get a bit of a spiritual fill and rest and retreat um this year just felt a little bit different I still got so much from it but 
I constantly had my work hat on, my work brain in process as to, oh, this is really amazing. Oh, I love how they've done that. Um, oh, this is that's something that we could kind of learn. And it's just really interesting to hear different people speaking uh, for the adult sessions as to how that that might play into things. And also in speaking to the children afterwards as to how they found their sessions, um, different approaches that they're taking. Spring Harvest was very different this year compared compared to previous years. Um, and it was really interesting to just see how they're navigating this post-pandemic world mm. and youth work and children's work. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Good stuff. Paul, you are a, a seasoned Spring Harvester. Uh, how was the experience for you? And, and do you want to just let the listeners kind of give an insight of, of maybe what this year's theme was all about, um, uh, just mm. so we can understand... Uh, what we've all been learning for the for the week but as you say yeah we, we've been around spring harvest for a long time in and out um we yeah. went when our kids were younger so we started going in the 90s um and uh, to places like Pofelli uh, in north wales and skagness uh in uh probably much more like eastern russia i suppose western <laughs> russia it was it seemed an awful long way away but um yeah, this this time round was different in a sense that uh, it's now a next generation um, going, as it were, and mm. seeing um, our kid, two of our uh, children coming with their families, some grandchildren coming and stuff like that. That's been that was great, and uh, so it was it was a it was a it was a, an interesting experience from that point of view. Standing a little bit detached, yeah. watching what 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 was going on uh um and a bit like charlie sort of thinking well that's a good way of doing something oh that's an interesting that's mm. an interesting idea and so on and so forth um perhaps in a, in a little while i'll get to talk about the big start which is my favorite bit of the day but um the the, the theme this this upside down kingdom theme uh really when they announced this last year um that really inspired us i say us helen and my my wife and i um uh, and we thought that was a, that's such an, an interesting concept. You know, we'd been looking last year at at the whole business of recovery from pandemic and and moving forward uh, and so on, looking at at, at uh, Nehemiah, and then to be thinking about uh, life in the kingdom and what that means and what that looks like was really really an uh, 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 exciting idea. And um, yeah, and that's what made us sort of trying you know, to encourage uh, family to come and also to encourage others in the parish to come, you know, because um, uh, getting a handle on that and what that looks like um, for all of us is is so important and so exciting, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I didn't step back quick enough or, or maybe I just volunteered myself and didn't realise how the, uh, enormous the task is, but uh, I got to be the group leader uh, and, that, and that in itself was about bringing people together. And that was really exciting to see the masses of people that were keen to go. And more importantly, if you looked at the percentages, a large amount of young people that wanted to engage in that. And it's so great to hear, Adam, that even now that your family are just like, I want to go again. And that and that's so good, isn't it? It's such an infectious thing. Um, so, so Adam, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, how did you navigate the week? Because let's be truly and honest, Spring Harvest is full uh, the, the, the program is is huge and it is very difficult to navigate. But t tell us about your week and how you navigated that with your family. 
Yeah, we had some really good advice um, when we had our kind of little meetup of those of us go before. Don't try and do everything. Yeah. Um, but still, you want to be ambitious. You want to make the most of the week. So um, we came away. We were definitely, it's not a holiday, um, but um, it is so beneficial. So um, yeah. it's okay coming back tired because you get so much out of it. So we did do a lot. And um, we were fortunate to have lots of family with us. So we did lots of juggling between you pick them up, we'll pick them up. Yeah. Uh, you're staying in tonight, so we'll go out. Um, all of that kind of stuff. Um accepting that sometimes things don't go to plan and you know you don't get to a venue on time um propped outside one venue st stood in the doorway listening in and that was fine um so i um what helped was kind of choosing what we really didn't want to miss and having a few things that, that we said those are our highlights we definitely want to do that um and then a list of things that would be nice and then you know um if we got time that as well um so so yeah i think um Personally, I really um, enjoyed. I won't. I won't talk about the big start now. That Paul, I know Paul wants to start about uh, talk about that. Uh, <laughs> won't take that away. Um, but that was wonderful. But um, the um, worship for everyone um, in the evenings, the yeah. six o'clock slot, I think it was. Um, that was really lovely. Um, we had a. We have quite a young child, so um, not yet in school, who um, spent the whole time running around at the back or um, you know climbing the chairs, but. Um, we also then bought the CD and brought it home and he knew all the words. He was obviously taking things in and yeah. um, talking about some of the things that, that were happening on stage, even though he was running around at the back. So, Paul, I think there's an important part that you really want to talk about, which, of course, is the big start, uh, which, you know, it, it really is designed for the kids to engage. But evidently, it is not just for the kids, is it? No way. Um, uh, the big start is the is the is the is is um, the, the main start of the day at nine o'clock and uh, it's uh, a half an hour and it just goes so quickly. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's this time it was all about the kingdom of me. Uh, and, uh, and we met the king of me and uh, we, we'd all learnt the song as, as family and, um, and so on. We'd all, um, uh, I, I can't do the song because I get the actions and everything all muddled up. <laughs> um, but uh, I just loved it because the way in which it involved everybody, Yes, uh, and that 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 even old codgers like me could could get involved, and, and down to to little ones, you know, four and five year olds. And the first the first day we were there, we we were a bit at the back. But after that, you know, there there was a definite pressure to get there early enough to be at the front and or be yeah. near the front and 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 enjoy it and do the artwork. Watching um, uh, the the kids do the artwork, one of our grandsons uh, really getting into doing the artwork and so on. And I actually bumped into the guy who who's the main one of the main players in in the in the skyline. And I sort of said, you know, thank you for the big start. I'm a, I'm a recent convert. You know, I always thought that I couldn't really come to it because I'm, we didn't have any kids. But we had kids this year, so I was able to come. And he turned to me and he said, it's not for kids. It's for everybody. Nice. Uh, um, and that just summed up really that. The whole, the whole um, uh, context of it in that sense. It was such a great way to start the day, and there was so much packed into it. And I've come away again thinking, "Wow, that's an interesting way of approaching it. That's an interesting way of telling that story, and so on." It was, it was very, very professional, but very accessible and very good. Nice. 
Good stuff. That's really good. I mean, I'm a big coffee fan, but I think the big start is nearly as strong as that. It really sets you up for the day. Uh, Adam, I know you referenced the fact that it was nice to hear how uh, your family were learning stuff along the way. And that's the important thing, isn't it? That the that the subject itself is, uh, the, the, the theme itself is inter- integrated in all components of uh, learning throughout our, uh, the week itself. Uh, Marianne, you've got older children uh, and obviously they are slightly accessing a, a different, uh, a different theme and a different way of worship. I mean, uh, talk to us a little bit about that. So um, something that was really special this year for me is uh, my eldest, I barely saw her. Okay. And so you might think, oh, you're on holiday together and you barely see your daughter. But actually that for me showed how much she immersed herself yeah. in the whole experience of spring harvest. Um, you know, and when I came home and I said to my husband, oh, I barely saw Millie. He said, but that's what you want. Yeah. She made friends. Um, she loved the activities. I think she really enjoyed the independence as well of and the responsibility of having her own key and being able to wander around site um, because it, it, you know, it does feel safe. So for me, a really good example of that is all the scooters outside the children's venues. Yes. And, yes. and on the first day, um, I took my youngest along to her session and she, she rocked up with her scooter and a helmet, just propped it up by the side. And my dad said, well, you're going to lock that. So I went, no, they'll all be here when we get back. Yeah. And they were all week because there is that real sense that you get yeah. a glimpse of what it is to be in the kingdom yeah. where you can just leave your scooter outside a venue and you come back and it's there. Nobody's touched it. Um, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, really special. But I think for me, I've had a real peace with Spring Harvest over the last few years yeah. that it's for my girls and I will get out of it what I can. Yeah. But to see the as adam has already shared really the experience of the youngsters and the amazing teaching and care that they receive in their groups and the lovely opportunities for them so in terms of the big start my youngest and one of adam's children had the opportunity to go on stage yes. i mean you know talk about fame at spring harvest <laughs> to be on stage with you know the king of me and and, and the rest of the you know the the crew um that share with us you know the big star every day what a lovely opportunity mm. and but so, it, so it, lovely it, isn't it it is but it feels like you're just part of a big family yes mm. yes and this year was quite special wasn't it they i think they've learned a lot from covid like every church has and they uh their, their audio and their visual was just fantastic and they're streaming you know when when you talk about the fact that little people that we that was in within our group that were on stage we knew that that was being transmitted to all the chalets around the complex at butlins and and for the first year this year it was also being streamed uh to prisons so people within prison that wanted to get closer to god could see this wonderful environment that we were in so a, a wonderful environment that was and that's good um uh, let's flip it really because evidently we've talked a lot about children enjoying it and evidently you're right Marianne it is right sometimes going along just making sure the kids get the best experience and and you tapping into what you possibly can but we're all adults here uh what, what what's available for us uh, as adults when we go to spring harvest what kind of things did we manage to get that was really just for us Charlie let's start with you for me, I think I really enjoyed some of the evening worship sessions. Um, I get a lot out of uh, live worship 
and that's incredibly special and at spring harvest so there's various events well this year was very different in that there were a lot more opportunities and a lot more options for different types and styles of worship and sessions throughout the time um and so it was really fantastic to go along and listen to uh lou fellingham in in studio 36 and then kind of further at the other end of the spectrum to then hear gas street music um also so there, there were i i think that there was something for for everyone's taste which was really great um i love it how they always bring they use songs that people are familiar with and kind of bring in a few new ones along the way it's just yeah for me that that is really special and oh sorry uh more th another thing that i really loved um i went to the morning communion sessions which were just so special uh i don't remember i ever receiving communion at spring harvest before this year it was led by Mark Madavan um, from the Baptist Church. Um, he was just fantastic. And as he went through each morning, he was uh, talking on one of the Psalms and just bringing it into kind of what that means for us and how, what it means at Spring Harvest. And each morning as we went along, more and more people were joining. Mm -hmm. It was just incredibly special. And for the fact that Mark is, uh, I think he's almost totally blind now, and just how he conducts and holds the audience the way he captures everyone wow. without seeing us, I mean, it was amazing. I'll be honest, it did blow my little Anglican brain a little bit with the kind of disorder of everyone going here, there and everywhere to receive, but that was okay. By day three, I was on board with that and I, and I could cope with that. Um, but it, he was just completely unfazed. It was just brilliant. Oh, so good to hear. So good to see. Uh, Adam, first time at Spring Harvest, what are the adult bits that you took away with you that's really resonated with you and, and, and how you've taken that? forward in your in your life within christianity yeah um john swinton i think i've said that right was um doing the teaching in studio 36 in the morning after the big start um and um he is professor of theology and pastoral care um, um somewhere in scotland i knew all this before but you know it's yeah. been it's been a few weeks now but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was just so effortless at um bringing the Beatitudes to life. It, when you hear someone speak and it, it, there's just such wisdom and um, knowledge that just flows so naturally that you kind of wonder how you never noticed it before. And it, it was like that. And it was just very practical. Um, yeah. So I think just, it just kind of that reminder of how um, unique the message of Jesus is yeah. um, that it is so counter you know, cultural counter our world, um, that, you know, the, the King of heaven should want to die for us, um, to, to bring us into, into his kingdom and into relationship with him, um, is flipped on, you know, on, on, on it's normal wisdom flipped on its head. So, um, that was a highlight for me. And I, I got, got along to a couple of his sessions and I was really glad I managed to do that. Oh, so good to hear. 
Uh, Paul, other than groovy moves and new dance moves with Big Start, there must have been some other stuff that you really got from this that wasn't to do with the fact that you had to bring a child. Uh, what, other th- what did you get from it? Well, yeah, as 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 Charlie says, there's 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 something for everybody, all sorts of tastes, and so um, uh, you had some acoustic stuff, and we went to some of the, the acoustic stuff in the evening. Um, that was good. Um, uh, we also went to some of the gas gas uh, street stuff as well. In the morning, um, we went to um, the the skyline, and and uh, it was a, a the session was all about the Beatitudes, and it was hosted by Home for Good. Uh, which is a, a charity which uh, seeks to provide uh, uh, homes for kids to be adopted, uh, and uh, that was brilliant um, because it was very it was a very practical staff uh, and lots of uh, so what type questions getting asked. So how does this work in in reality? So how do these beatitudes play out in the day to day stuff of life and and, and so on? Uh, and um, the, the the two people whose names I've momentarily forgotten who led that session were were, were very good and complemented each other other really well. Um, we also went to the session after John Swinton, which was which was um, a sort of again a more what if a so, so what type thing, looking at uh, some of the stuff that had been talked about in the first session and working out again what it, what does it mean and that that mm-hmm. that that's that's I think. I, I found really helpful and of course then there were seminars in the afternoon and you can you can go bonkers and and uh, <laughs> just get seminared out but uh, I, I did get to see uh, Amy or Ewing and uh, a group of people doing some stuff on apologetics and that was really really uh, uh, amazing it stretched your brain you know you need Occasionally, I needed to get a dictionary out to understand some of the things that we're talking about. But it was just again, it was just showing you how does the Bible work in in the twenty first century culture uh, and deal with some of the things that are being talked about in 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 our culture in the twenty first century. So there's lots of stuff there, and there's great opportunity just to go walking. Yes. Uh, to, to there's the chapel where you can just go and be quiet uh, if you want to want to take some time out. And I know a few people in our bigger group in the 30 group sort of did uh, take that opportunity and um, yes. opportunities just to go walk on the coast, you know, and, and, and uh, just sample the, the blustery sea air. Yes. Uh, yes. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there is, there is a, it, I think the expression, a smorgasbord, there is a, there is a, there is a huge array yes. of um, stuff available for people. It is a banquet and it's so hard to pick which uh, bits you need to and want to eat and, and enjoy and, and, and absorb. Uh, Marianne, tell us, just to finish really, what did you take away from Spring Harvest that has really resonated with you and you found really beneficial for you as you? So uh, a few years ago, I was involved in running a course uh, called the Bible Course, uh, oh. which was written by Reverend um, Andrew Ollerton. And uh, and he was there. He was at Spring Harvest. Oh, and what was so brilliant is that he's written a book about the Book of Romans, which I particularly love. Um, so I went to a one hour seminar with him and, and he was just fantastic. Um, the way that he talked through the Book of Romans using this beautiful image 
Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward now to, to reading the book. So being able to actually see in the flesh and hear from, um, you know, people that you perhaps have used courses from or seen on videos or in television programmes and to actually hear them talking very honestly about their faith and what they're up to and where they feel God is working in their lives. You know, it's not that celebrity. It's mm -hmm. that I'm a person like you walking, walking the walk. I've got a journey um, and this is where I'm at and this is what I've got to share with you. Um, so I really enjoyed um, that seminar. Um, the other thing that I really enjoy at Spring Harvest uh, is the shopping. I love wandering around the skyline and just seeing all the different stalls. And some are for information, um, some are to do with charities, some I've got some really nice products to sell, um, you know, got the Christian Gift Company, for example, you know, I, I always buy something on that stall. Um, but yeah, and, but having those conversations with the people on the stalls. So for example, there was a company there called Bless 44 um, and it's two teachers that have set up a clothing company. Um, we bought a sweatshirt for, for my eldest daughter um, and these this clothing that's got the Christian message, but it's really subtle. Um, and it's things like that, that you can pick up, bring home and have just that little piece of spring harvest, mm. but also sharing your faith in that really subtle way in your everyday walk um, that can create those conversations. Oh, what, what's your sweatshirt all about? What's that sign mean or, yeah. or what have you, which, um, which I, I really enjoy and I know my girls do too. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's great. I think the spring harvest is is like a toolkit, isn't it? You go along and you are equipped uh, for for twelve months and beyond with stuff that 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 you can use. And there's you know stuff I use today that I've learned years ago from spring harvest that really are just great and really work well. Um, well, everybody, thank you so much. I mean, we could spend a long time talking about the entire content of, of Spring Harvest, but evidently we can't. And, and and the listeners of The Connection, then please do look out for social media and press within your local churches about next year's Spring Harvest. Those bookings uh, will be open uh, very soon uh, and we will be looking again to take a big group from, from, from the local area uh, to get a bit of a sense of a community and, and to enjoy next year. Uh, any final thoughts from anybody? I would say think about seriously think about going it's um it's it is a holiday but it is as Adam said it's a very busy holiday yeah but there's something about being in that larger Christian community for a week where you are worshipping together you're drinking coffee together um you're at seminars together and it you know it, it makes friendships um and takes your relationship for example, in your church family, um, to that new level. So I would really encourage people to con consider going and getting involved in Spring Harvest. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Very wise words. Well, once again, thank you everyone for your time. And uh, we uh, look forward to gathering again next year for Spring Harvest. Thank you. Generations, Father, speak.
Hi, can you help me reach as many people as possible? If you can, then please, I have one request. Please do share this podcast with other people. The likes and ratings are really kind, but what makes this podcast work is reaching people. Reaching people who will benefit from its content. So if it's possible, then please do share it with people who you believe would benefit from this content. Thank you. So celebrating the fantastic work within schools is so important for the Froomside benefits that we are here right now at Hambrook Primary School doing just that. And I've got Malcolm and Joe who are integral to celebrating uh, the work within the schools with us. How are you both? Fine, thank you. Good, thank you. Good, good, good. So tell us what's happened this evening and, and what is today all about? Well, I think today is about uh, enabling us to celebrate with the four schools of this community uh, the relationship that we have, a relationship that we've been nurturing for five years, a, a chance for us to say thank you to the staff and to rejoice with the children at the amazing things that they do. And, you know, it's such a wonderful opportunity. Here we are in a, a non-church school, yes. a local authority school, yes. to be able to come together, people of all faiths and none, to celebrate... Uh, the children and their achievements to celebrate the schools and to call down God's blessing upon that. Yeah, fantastic. Joe, you've been massively important in, in working with schools in the local area. Tell us a little bit about some of the work that you've been up to. Um, well, I, I've been working in several of the schools um, for about the last six years, which has been a real uh, honour, just kind of um, trying to build further our relationship with those schools, a kind of in a very much a servant role, saying this is what my skill set is, what can I offer, having had a history in secondary school. And um, it's been really exciting uh, and for me to watch that relationship grow, that sense of trust that actually this is the church in servant action in the community, not necessarily wanting anything back, but just coming in and offering what we can in order to reflect um, Christ's love yes. to everybody within our community and it's such a privilege to do that and I think um, a really important thing to just to reflect how we as Christians are called to go out and just love people into the kingdom. Yes, such an important thing. This wasn't just an event for the parents to come along to and celebrate what their children have been up to. Looking around there's loads of people from the churches that are here that uh, obviously they feel the benefit of connecting with schools locally. Yeah, and I think what's really important is that it, it just underlines the fact that, uh, and people are recognising, that each week now we reach over 1,500 children with the, with the Christian message, oh. with Christian values. And, and, you know, we're not ramming it down their throats, but we are just giving them an opportunity to hear the story of Christ's love and to make some choices for themselves. And, and you can see from today how well they engage with that. Totally, absolutely. And can, I, can I say something? Yeah, just, of course. Yeah, just, I think what I notice walking around the villages now, what is wonderful is they all say, hi, Joe, hi, Father Malcolm. And, and it's lovely to speak to them, but the fact that they see us as relatable, the church as relatable to, if that's yeah. such a word, yeah. I think that's really no. important. So good, so good. Well, next up is we're going to hear about all of the great stuff that's happened to hear, some of the children's testimonies and some of the great music that's been played. And welcome to Hamburg School for the second, this is the second year we've done it, our celebration of our schools here in Winterbourne and Winterbourne Dam. We have four amazing schools, Elm Park, 
St Michael's, C of E, we've got Hamburg School and we have got the Academy and all four schools are represented in some way today so it's a real joy. What's really exciting for me today, well it's two things, one, somebody just said to me, Father Malcolm, I love your guitar. <laughs> and, and I said, well, do you know that this is my special guitar? Those of you that know anything about guitars will know that this is a Gibson Hummingbird, and that's rather special. And I only bring it out for very, very special occasions, so that tells you a lot uh, about today. So, that, But that's not the main reason that I'm really pleased. Um, staff will know this, but I'm actually qualified to teach world religions. And what's really exciting when we do this is that we have people for, who are here, and children and their parents, from the world space. And that's really brilliant. I just think that's amazing. And I hope that everybody feels they can join in. And, you know, when we take moments of quiet and if we have a time of prayer, then just use that time. If you're, you know, a person of faith, then direct that time into your faith. If you're just here because you love your school, that's fine also, and just use that moment to reflect, okay, because that's what we're about. We're really here today to celebrate these young people and to celebrate the staff who nurture them into the amazing uh, human beings that I know that they're all going through. Does that sort of make sense? Now, because this is a celebration, in our culture, we celebrate with bubbles, don't we? And I don't mean blowing bubbles, I mean a glass off. And so afterwards, there is some Prosecco and cake. For those of you that are driving or who don't drink alcohol, there is, there is uh, fruit juice, so that's all the young ones here. So, and that's going to be served uh, outside. So please do stay behind outside uh, for a time of fellowship after our service. So we're going to sing one more step, and the word, you should have the words... Uh, if you'd like to stand, now the children know this, if you don't sing, I stop and ask you to sing a bit louder. That the phrase I use in assemblies is, let's crank up the volume, alright? Okay, so we're going to crank up the volume right from the beginning, alright? Okay, so you're going to stand.
R is for reading, writing and more. K is for keeping our five golden rules. At Old Park we have three words for These are inspiring, enriching and achieving. We would like to share with you what these words mean for us.
especially the songs that speak just with their actions. Another reason that our school is special to us is because of the learning we do. Our lessons always build on each other and help us to understand the past, present and future world. Some of the key things that make our learning engaging and fun is the enjoyable trips that we go on to help us understand. As well as that, we enjoy our time in school because our lessons captivate us and always make us want to know more. We get to visit the Hippodrome, Aerospace, the Roman Bath, just to name a few places. Our teachers make sure we learn everything. We have art, music, STEM, history, geography, computing, RE and French all year round. We read exciting stories just for pleasure with our teachers and more stories on lots of topics, including our English Our school is special because we all get to excel in something that we are good at. Whether that is maths or art, we all get to shine. We get to enjoy things beyond these lessons to Sports days and days of celebration. What makes our school special is that everyone is celebrating in our school environment. Everyone feels valued because we all have our work to stay in the corridors and in the classrooms. Our environment is special because our classrooms are invited and our teachers make these places an area where we can feel safe and comfortable. Our school enables us to make friends with other year groups, play outside safely, year six is to buddy up for a section for you and see them often. Our body system supports the younger children central and I confident. Our school feels like a big family because our school belongs to you. Our school is special to us because we have everyone successes. Everyone has a chance to stand. At St. Michael's, we believe in throwing the presents. This is shown by our football team, persevered, and we're reigning champions in the cup final. An experience that, that they love and we all celebrate We also have many children take part in swimming gardens and cross country competitions. At St. Michael's, children learn new skills for their future and can attend many clubs such as pottery, learning robotics, running, netball, among many others. In addition, every Friday we have a place assembly that celebrates the students' great work and successes and choosing the amazing people from each year group who receive hot chocolate from the head. Hot chocolate isn't the only thing we celebrate in our free service. We also have Hanking Hot Club. Awards for the children who are consistent and amazing at their time tables and those who have made progress with the, with the table that they found tricky. We celebrate awesome authors each term, recognizing children who are working hard to stay linked between their reading and writing. We also celebrate art and music, art, the art and music journey in each class that We also celebrate the art and music journey each class for the table throughout the year. St. Michael's to us isn't just a place we go to learn, we go to make friends, we go to be happy, we go because our school and the teachers in there care for us and we care for them. That's what makes St. Michael's special. If you just look to the running order, uh, I'm now going to ask um, 
It's right, yes, Arimi. So, uh, Elliot's at the academy. Jesus fed the 5,000 men. After this, Jesus went across Lake Gal... I'm sorry if I don't say this right. Galilee, or Lake Tiberias, as it is also called. A large, car, a, a large crowd followed him because they had seen his miracles of healing those who were ill. Jesus went up the hill and sat down with his disciples. The time for the Passover festivals was near. Jesus looked around and saw that a large crowd was coming to him. So he asked Philip, Where can we buy enough food for, to feed all these people? He already knew this. He was saying this to test Philip. Actually, he knew what he would do. Philip answered, For everyone to, to have a little, even a little, it would take more than 200 silver coins to buy enough bread. Another of his disciples, Andrew, who was Simon Peter's brother, said, There is a boy here who has five loaves of barley bread and two fish. But there, there was a boy here that had two barley bread and two fish. And But certainly, these would not be enough for all 5,000 people. Make them all sit down, Jesus told them. So there, there was a lot of grass there. So all five, so all the people sat down. There were about five thousand men. Jesus took the bread, gave thanks to God, and distributed it. It took the people who were sitting there. All he had, all of them had as much as they wanted. Gathered, he gathered the leftover crumbs and said, "Let us not waste any of these pieces." We must gather them. So they gathered them all up and filled the, and filled twelve baskets with them, and the pieces left over from the five barley loaves, which which the, the seeing people had eaten. Seeing the miracle that Jesus had performed, the prophets there said, "Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world to save us." Hamburg would like to come forward now for you, for you to share. I love to see the golden trophy for the Tiger's Classroom. I hope one day we'll get the big silver trophy for reading one in the mind. The adventure playground is fun. We go in the magic kitchen and Mr. Chocolate Cake. I love the big school 
We play and dance and run, but we're all having fun. Math, stinky caps, division, additions, all the shins. Lunch, spring break, the afternoon start. Science, volcanoes erupting in every corner. French, and we went every day. All sorts of bad we are. The day has ended, we tell our parents what we did, we are hungry. Handbook School is the place to be. In the playground, there's so much to see. We have loads of activities and loads of games, and if we work hard, we might get extra pay. In lessons, we learn about history and science. We learn about tribes and democracies, kings and fights overseas. Also, you'll never bored at our school, and by the way, the kids don't know. Handbook is the very best, even when we do a test. I see you in listening. It's a lovely afternoon. Every day we sing and play, making things that don't play. Running around, singing out loud, sprinting, jumping, crying, <coughs> and dancing. We love each other and care for one another. Here at Hamburg, we feel free. We're the close-knit family. Thank you, Hamburg, for all you've to me. Fantastic Hamburg. Hamburg is amazing and truly outstanding. The people here are lovely and nice and are always polite. Hamburg always and forevermore has a great community. Teachers and staff are the best out of it all, helping us through our struggles or challenges they always make us laugh. Now we cannot forget the play team, the fun activities they give or help us when we are blue or hurt. We the students love our learning and want to do more, until sadly our incredibly assistants have to go, but with our great goodbyes we know they'll be there. So thank you to Hamburg for everything you've done. We are definitely having fun. Hamburg, we love you. Both the red, violet, blue, and Hamburg, we love you. When we play, we have so much fun. We're dancing and laughing in the sun. All our staff here today will get a chance to play. Mr. Noon, in charge of computing, always making sure everyone is including. Mr. Johnson, head of maths, leading everyone on their right path. And Mr. Thompson, head of sports, always wearing a pair of shorts. <laughs> <coughs> this is why we love Hamburg today, because we always get to learn and play. Well, this is the Hamburg Road. When I first arrived, lots of people didn't have fun. Just in one day, I loved it in such a way. Our memories are in such a way with all my friends that love to play. We learn and develop all day long. That's why we are so strong. High five. <laughs> <laughs> the people of and what they did for me. Moving schools can be rough, but when I moved to Hamburg, my life was no longer tough. The children were friendly and we were just like family. Sometimes I look and wonder what life would be like if this didn't end so beautifully. I moved here and new memories were critical me. The sad and the happy, the bad and the good, they all got me through it as much as they could. Now I don't know what I would be without meeting these amazing people, but I know in my heart there is no way I would have a bit. Dear God, thank you for our school, friends and teachers. Be with us this week until the end of term. Be with us in our schoolwork and our play. Help us be friendly and thoughtful and kind. Amen. Uh, Joe is a member of our team that goes to the schools, and Joseph's going to have a little talk with us now, just for a few moments. I have to say, having heard all of that, I don't really 
who care for you do that. Your teachers, your teaching assistants, that's exactly what they do. They are dedicated to giving you an amazing experience at school. Governors, kitchen staff, site staff, people who come in as volunteers to listen to reading. They are all putting other people first, just as you do. And we've heard so many brilliant examples. And that's what we, as Christians, believe God calls each one of us to do. He calls us to love people enough to give that last roller away, rather than eat it ourselves. And I just want to say thank you for sharing so much that reflects that whole attitude of putting others before self. And that's a brilliant attitude to learn at school and to take out into the world as you grow up and go into whatever situations you go into. So, brilliant what you've said. And today is about celebrating that and also asking God's blessing upon all of us as we continue that amazing work. So I'm just going to say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, as we think of the little boy who was prepared to give that precious picnic away, as we think about that packet of Rolos and whether we feel able to give away our last Rolo to someone we love. Lord, we thank you that we are called to think of others first. I thank you for all the wonderful examples of that we've heard of today. And we pray that we may continue to learn how to love one another and live together in partnership in our school communities. Amen. A couple of lads here from the Academy to help with the prayer. So let's so if you'd like to come forward. Loving Father, thank you for all those who have passed our schools. Be trying in your encouragement, wisdom and peace. Strengthen teachers with heavy workloads. May they be firmly at patience, expecting excellence but forgiving mistakes. May they support their students, playing to strengths, helping with struggles and motivating them to do their best. Comfort and restore those living under shadows of unhappiness, pain or fear. May they, may, may they find faith in discovering their identity in you and then your amazing grace in their lives. Please pour out your blessings upon the whole school community. Fellow brothers and sisters, dear God, we bring the students and staff of our schools into your presence. We ask for a good relationship between students and teachers. Grant the staff an abundance of your wisdom to teach each and every student in this in our schools. Let the students enjoy learning and give them the grace they need to thrive in their studies and all areas of school life. We also ask you to protect our whole school community. All this we ask in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Loving God, your son told his disciples to become like little children. Lead us to work for the welfare and protection of all young people. May we respect their dignity that they may flourish in life, following the example of the name. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Firstly, firstly, can I thank all the young people from the academy, 
from El Palm, from St Michael's and the Hamburg, for sharing their story and how important their school is to them. So can we give them one big one? Google and the staff uh, here at Hambrook for hosting this year. It's been really lovely and for all the efforts you've put in to make that possible, Mrs. Payne. Uh, really lovely. We look forward to going to Elm Park. I think your children have committed you to that. So uh, it will be Elm Park next, next year. So uh, can we just thank Hambrook with a great big round of applause? Let's just keep a moment's quiet giving thanks for this celebration and asking God's blessing upon us this day. Heavenly Father, God of love, send your blessing upon our schools, upon Elm Park, St Michael's, the Academy, and Strengthen the staff and all who provide for our young people and enable our young people to be open to all in this spirit of love. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you all and those you love this day and always. So that's it for this month's edition of the Connection Podcast. I hope you find it useful and insightful to the work that happens within the mission area. Please do look out over the next month for any Connection Extra episodes. But for now, thank you for listening. And please do remember, can you share this episode and connect, share the podcast with as many people as you possibly can? I want to make this podcast work by enabling it to reach as many people as possible. If you're a member of Yate Parish, a member of the Froomeside, think who could listen to this? Who would benefit from it? And maybe you know people who are looking in from the outside into church community life that would love to understand what goes on. Then please do share it with them. So we'll finish this episode as we do every month with taking a moment to pause and pray the mission area prayer. Father, Son and Holy Spirit, through your varying being, you demonstrate to us the power of working together. We pray for both our benefits and our mission area. As we seek to establish your kingdom here, help us to understand the truth that we are a body of many parts and are dependent on one another to thrive. Give us grace to listen to our communities and to each other. Give us wisdom to seek the signs of your kingdom in our local community. Give us courage to step out in faith, making your son real to those we encounter. To the glory and praise of your name. Amen.